0: What sets Christian love apart from every other kind of love? Um, As we finish Matthew chapter 5 today, we come to Jesus teaching on loving our enemies. And there's a lot here. So let's uh, read this together and then unpack it a bit. This is uh, Matthew 5, 43 to 48. Jesus says, You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. Do not even the tax collectors do so? Therefore, you shall be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. All right, uh, three things I want to note from this text. Number one, um, in order to love your enemies, you need to have some enemies to love. If you are a Christian and have never been cursed hated on, uh, spitefully used, or persecuted, it is possible that you are one of those people Jesus described earlier in this sermon who has lost his saltiness and is hiding his light under a bushel. Uh, Now, we are not talking about being unnecessarily offensive to people or looking for people to argue with, especially in our culture right now. All you have to do is confess that God created the world and we didn't arrive here by evolution. Or that God created male and female and there's only two genders. Uh, The most basic Christian confession that Jesus is Lord is going to upset people who want to deny Christ's authority and lordship. Uh, We believe abortion is wrong because Jesus is Lord of our bodies. We believe same-sex marriage is wrong because Jesus is the Lord of marriage. Jesus' lordship is total. And if you confess this and live in submission to it, it won't be long before you make enemies. So that's point number one. You can't love your enemies if you don't have any. Point number two, Uh, the reason Jesus gives for why we are to love our enemies is that uh, this is what God does for his enemies. God gives rain and sunshine to men who hate him. God gives men the very breath they then use to curse him. God is like a father to a bunch of ungrateful and evil children, and although he could justly destroy us all, he is patient. He is slow to anger. And that kindness, it says in Romans 2, is meant to lead us to repentance. Uh, So Christians are to be likewise kind and patient and loving to our enemies because this is how God has treated us. The third thing here is that Jesus says loving our enemies is what makes us perfect as our Father in heaven is perfect. And now the word perfect in scripture does not always mean sinless. It is often used to communicate the idea of completion or wholeness or maturity. In James chapter 1, for example, we are to count it all joy when we fall into various trials because at the end of that testing, we are made perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So love is God's very nature, and we become like God when we love like God. Romans 5 says that the way God demonstrated his love for us was by dying in our place while we were still sinning. Christ's death preceded our repentance, and it is that gracious love that God continues to turn God's enemies into God's friends. Love has the power to actually transform a person from enmity to friendship. And that is the good news of the kingdom that Christ calls his disciples to live out. So go be salt and light, go make some enemies, and then love those enemies like God has loved you. And you will be perfect as your father in heaven is perfect.